My entitled sister-in-law absolutely ruins every contact she has with her family. Treating everybody like garbage, as well as being stingy with her money, as well as her time with everybody around her. And after years of putting up with this kind of treatment, everyone in the family turns on her and decides that enough is enough. And as a result, she gets put in her place. Here's what happened. Okay, so buckle up because I've been holding on to this story for a long time. And when I tell you that this is a hot mess, this is a hot, steaming, bubbling mess of a mess. So my sister-in-law has cut all ties with me and my husband, telling us that she wants nothing to do with us ever again because their mother asked her for $10 and we had the audacity to side with my mother-in-law when my sister-in-law refused. It sounds petty and you know what? It really is. For context, this story does not occur in the United States. This all happened in the Caribbean. My husband has three siblings. His first brother will watch you drown to save some rope. His second brother is the sweetest but a bit naive and his sister-in-law, oh boy, I don't have anything to compare her to. But I think this story will probably give you a hint as to how bad she really is. It's also important to note that my sister-in-law is the baby of the family and the only girl. She was spoiled rotten before their parents split up. And things only got worse once the separation became permanent. My sister-in-law would play parent against parent and throw her brothers under the bus regularly. My husband and I watched my sister-in-law's behavior get more and more toxic as she grew into an adult. But there is absolutely no talking to my mother-in-law or father-in-law. Both parents felt guilty about the fact that of the siblings, my sister-in-law was the one that grew up in the broken home. So they excused every tantrum, every snarky remark, and every selfish act. Once when she was 12 years old, my sister-in-law stole a pair of underwear from the dryer. My husband and I lived in the same duplex as my mother-in-law for a while. I actually thought the underwear had been sacrificed to the dryer instead of a sock that cycle, and that was until about a month later. I saw my sister-in-law throw the underwear into our kitchen through the open back door. When I went over to their apartment to ask my sister-in-law why she stole the underwear, my mother-in-law got upset at me and told my husband to make me apologize to the sister-in-law as she thought I was accusing her of something that she didn't do, even though I saw her do it with my own eyes. My sister-in-law had the family wrapped around her little finger. Fast forward to 2020 and all the siblings were in their early to late 20s. The first brother and the second brother, as as well as the sister-in-law, decided to remain living with the mother-in-law because she only had to pay $200 each month for rent, as well as utilities and groceries. My mother-in-law still felt guilty about breaking up the family, so she sacrificed her freedom and needs to take responsibility for more than half of the monthly expenses, while her kids would just party. And I mean, they literally partied all the time. One summer, my mother-in-law literally couldn't even afford shoes for work, but my sister-in-law went on a week's vacation abroad. But something else happened in 2020, right? Well, enter the pandemic. My mother-in-law was laid off permanently from her job, so she looked to her adult children for financial support until she could find another job. I emphasize adult because at some point in our lives, children will have to help their parents. We just had to start a bit earlier, but it wasn't going to be for the rest of the mother-in-law's life just yet. The four siblings just had to hold down the fort until the mother-in-law found a new job. It was honestly simple. Well, the first brother wasn't pleased, but he's reasonable once you get him to to sit down and listen to some sense. The second brother also just rolled with the punches. But when it comes to the sister-in-law, after five months, she moved out to live with her boyfriend without any warning. All my sister-in-law said as she packed her things was that she was too young to take care of her mom and she has her own life to live. Never mind her two brothers and my husband all chipping in equally. Apparently, my sister-in-law had been carrying the load all by herself and she had just had enough. She was so tired that she left her dog with my mother-in-law 
out to take care of it with no money. We were all left speechless. Not only had she been living with my mother-in-law for almost two years, paying for practically nothing, but my mother-in-law also called in a favor with a friend to get the sister-in-law a job right out of high school, something that she didn't even apply for. What's worse is that the mom, with the help of me and my husband, bought my sister-in-law a car with no expectation of ever being repaid. And you better believe that she never offered to pay us back either. Without my mother-in-law's help, my sister-in-law would have done nothing. But she left my mother-in-law up a creek without a paddle, and my mother-in-law ended up losing her apartment. While my husband and his family have learned to take my sister-in-law's awful behavior, her boyfriend was no such sucker. My sister-in-law's boyfriend dumped her after a year. He's an absolute saint. I'm surprised he even lasted that long. And he told her to scram. And guess who she came crawling back to? That's right, her mom. And she took her back in without any kind of complaint. It was disgusting. Because the sister-in-law had abandoned the family, brother one had moved in with his girlfriend, and brother two had been forced to find an apartment and take the mother-in-law in. Yet there the sister was, sleeping on brother two's couch. But I'm only the daughter-in-law. I can't tell a mother how to handle her child. I tell my husband my thoughts, of course, but he is such a softy. He and his mom helped his sister find her own apartment, since the second brother couldn't accommodate his sister in the long term. And when she gets evicted after a year for being a brat to her landlord all the time, my husband's mother, as well as him, helped my sister-in-law find another apartment. I even gave her $700 for my personal savings so that she can pay the deposit on the place. And now we're finally getting to the real story I want to tell. So we loaned my sister-in-law the $700 in the summer of 2022 with the expectation that she pay me back at least $100 a month. The operative word here was expectation, but the reality was that my sister-in-law didn't pay us back at all. Every month she had an excuse for my husband as to why she couldn't pay us in increments. She would say stuff like, oh, I need to buy a new car battery. I had to go to the doctor and it was so expensive. In fact, she was so dumb about it that she used the battery excuse twice in a row without realizing it. I had already resigned myself to the cold reality that I will never get that $700 back ever. We're not well off by any means, my husband and I, but we're not stingy. If the family needs help, we help out, but rarely do we receive any thanks or compensation. But I've grown used to it. So when my sister-in-law dodged out of paying us back, I didn't make a fuss. Yes, I knew she was spending money on absolute garbage every week, as well as $20 lunches every day that she would flaunt in front of my mother-in-law all the time. But honestly, what could I do? I was more upset that my sister-in-law would actually leave work every day to eat her $20 sushi bento box at my mother-in-law's place without ever offering my mother-in-law a bite, let alone a plate to eat of her own. But this is not about the $700 that I loaned her. No, this is about literally $10, and it was a debacle. My mother-in-law was still living with Brother 2, and Brother 2 was getting tired. See, even though the three brothers were equally supporting their mother until she got her life together, the second brother had to live with her. That meant his social and romantic life had to come to a halt. Not to mention he was responsible for his mother's pets and his sister's dog. The second brother had the added pressure of paying for extra utility use and the responsibility of transporting his mother and the pets all around the place. Notice I never said anything about his sister helping out. Well, that's because in his sister's mind, she provided a different kind of support. Every purple moon, my sister-in-law would let her mother crash on her couch. No, she didn't let her mother live with her. She essentially invited her mother over for a sleepover once in a while. Then the next day, my sister-in-law would ship her mother back to second brother's place. Never mind the fact that her brother was already taking care of her stupid dog. Never mind that the 
the brother already supported his mother financially and kept a roof over her head. But the sad thing is, is that my mother-in-law adored the sleepovers with her daughter. She looked forward to the mother-daughter time, even though we all knew that time was spent at home on the couch watching Netflix. And the second brother wasn't pleased with the favoritism. Anyways, my mother-in-law was at my sister-in-law's apartment for one of those rare sleepovers. And my mother-in-law was strapped for cash. She needed toothpaste and dog food for the critters. So, my mother-in-law asked my sister-in-law for $10. And my husband and I found out about a half hour later because my husband got this phone call. The sister-in-law started off by saying to my husband, something has got to give with mom. My husband responded by saying, what? Is mom being stubborn about something? His sister then said, no, I just can't deal with her asking for money anymore. So my husband responded by saying, okay, first of all, that's not what that expression means. Secondly, what do you mean? You don't support mom financially at all. Your brothers are the ones doing all of that. She then says, excuse me, I do a lot for mom, okay? My husband then says, okay, okay, whatever you say. What happened? His sister proceeds to tell him about the $10 that she requested. He puts his phone on speaker so I can hear this utter rubbish. The sister then says, honestly, I'm done. I can't deal with this anymore. Mom's gonna break me. My husband then says, really? $10 is gonna break you? His sister doesn't take too kindly to this retort, so she proceeds to list the following excuses as to why she doesn't have $10 to give to her mother. Listen, I can't do it because I have a car payment. My husband then chimes in and says, no you don't. We helped mom buy the car for you in full. She then tried to claim that she has car insurance to pay every month, but my husband kindly remind her that it's an annual fee. Well, I have utilities to pay, but my husband then said as well, no you don't. Your rent is all inclusive. Well, not Netflix. That's not all inclusive. I had to pay my Netflix bill, you know. And when she said that, I was so blown away. You had to pay your Netflix bill? Are you serious? That's your excuse? At this point, my husband has had enough, but he knows his sister-in-law by now. If he rails on her like he wants to, she'll shut down. So being a good big brother, he offers advice instead. He says to her, okay, it seems like you're having trouble budgeting your money. Mom isn't wrong to ask for $10 though. She then tries to chime in that she needs gas for her car, but my husband continues, listen, I get it. You don't have $10, but the issue is that you never seem to have any money when family needs you, but you seem to always be able to find money for frivolous things like buying bento boxes as well as all this other stuff. This really upsets my sister-in-law because she says, what I do with my money is my business. And she begins to raise her voice, but my husband says, listen, calm down. I'm just saying that you need to manage your money better. So how much is your weekly salary? And eventually, after some back and forth, she finally admits that it's $450. My husband pulls out the old Excel budget file that we've been using for years, and he sets up a budget for his sister. Then he asks her how much money she has left for the coming week. But she claims that she doesn't have enough to give $10 to her mom. And after my husband tells her to please stop being belligerent, this was the last straw that broke her back. My sister-in-law pops off. She won't stand for this treatment. My husband has no right to make her feel so bad for not giving $10 away. If my sister-in-law says she doesn't have $10, well, she doesn't have $10. Why is everyone always being so mean to her? Why is everyone always attacking me? And this is all after all my sister-in-law supposedly does for her mother. She thinks that no one respects her. My sister-in-law lets my mother-in-law sleep on her couch, and my sister-in-law lets her mother use her Netflix. My husband responds by saying, oh, bravo. You let mom sleep on your couch and soak up the internet your landlord pays for. Thank you so much. Mom doesn't have to sleep on the street tonight. His sister went off. She said, you know what? Maybe she 
should. I'm not the mother. I have my own money and my own life to live. If I want to buy sushi every day for lunch, I should be able to. My husband responded back by saying, yeah, you can afford to eat sushi every day, but you haven't even paid my wife back a single cent of the $700 that she loaned you in the summer for the roof over your head. My sister-in-law then said some words that are not favorable and went off on this tangent, basically saying that she is done with this family. And then after that, she hangs up. People, within two minutes, I get a notification from my bank. Remember how my sister-in-law had so many expenses and couldn't afford to pay us back that $700? Remember how she had so many bills that month that she simply couldn't give my mother-in-law 10 bucks? Well, my sister-in-law sent me the full $700. She had it the entire time. She simply decided for months that she wasn't going to rush to pay it back. She probably thought that she'd never have to pay it back at all, but that's not even the worst of it. My husband's mother calls and she wants to know what happened. My sister-in-law called her a few minutes before to tell her that she transferred $50 into her account, and that was the last $50 she was ever going to get from her daughter. My sister-in-law then told her mom to have a nice life and to never contact her again. Now, of course, my husband is furious. The scheming brat had been cheating all of us. She'd taken the entire family for a ride. He tries to call his sister back to reprimand her for being so evil to their mother, but guess what? My sister-in-law has my husband blocked everywhere. My mother-in-law and husband talk about the situation. And after all of this, my husband is still concerned about my sister-in-law's well-being. My husband tells his mother about the budget that he'd worked out for his sister to try and help her. If she's only making $450 a week, then his sister needs to be more careful with her money. His mom then chimes in and says, $450? She doesn't make $450 a week. She makes $650. People, I literally fell on the floor. That entitled brat. My sister-in-law literally lied to my husband about her weekly salary just to try and get out of paying my mother-in-law $10. At this point, my mother-in-law realizes that her daughter doesn't care about anyone but herself. And it really hurts because this is her only daughter. And she agrees with my husband that this behavior cannot be accepted. My husband makes a pact with my mother-in-law to go no contact with her since she believes that she doesn't need to be with her family. So then tell me why the second brother calls us a week later to tell us that my mother-in-law is babysitting her daughter's new dog. Yes, this stupid lady has a new dog, not the dog that the second brother is taking care of. My sister-in-law got a new dog, and the moment my mother-in-law saw my sister's name on the phone screen, she took the call. This was about four months ago now, and my sister-in-law and her mother seemed to be right as rain with each other, even though this nasty brat said that her mother should sleep on the street. Now, as for us, my sister-in-law still has my husband blocked on all platforms. I guess we are the bad guys after all, but how dare we call out my sister-in-law on all her garbage, especially after she refused to give $10 to her mother. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
The original poster actually has an update to this story before we go any further. This is what they had to say. So it's been a while since things went down with my sister-in-law, who cut contact with me and my husband because we thought she was being unreasonable and selfish towards her mother. Apparently, after my sister-in-law reconnected with her mother after saying all those awful things, they both started hatching a plan to move in together. They just had to wait until Elise would end in June. Well, April came around, and the second brother was anxious for the news. He wants his space back to himself after almost two years of housing his mother. He wants to vape and drink a glass of whiskey without his mother nagging him. He wants to bring a girl over to wine and dine. Basically, he kind of wants his mom to move out. Well, I guess his mother asked his sister for that answer, and the sister just blew up. First, she called her brother back and told him to keep his nose out of her business and proceeded to block him as well on all platforms. So if you're keeping score, that's two brothers that have been completely blocked out. A week later, this entitled brat called her mother and said that her mother was too toxic to have in her life. And not only will she no longer be moving back in with her mom, but the sister is going no contact with everyone. And this caused a lot of turmoil for the mother. But we just rolled our eyes because we honestly really did see that coming. Then, just this Saturday, the second brother who got blocked got a notification from his bank. Someone had transferred $50 to his account. He was confused and decided to wait to see who sent it. Not an hour later, he got a call from an unknown number and it was his sister. Apparently, his sister bummed some money from her father, but the easiest and quickest way to get her money was to send it to her second brother. So, because every other person in the world is a side character in this lady's personal soap opera, she decided to push her own narrative forward. So, she told her father to send the money to her brother without asking the second brother for any permission. She then unblocked her second brother only long enough to command him to withdraw the money as soon as possible so that she can swing by his apartment to pick it up. But the second brother just burst out laughing. He didn't even have the breath to tell this lady to get lost. He just laughed and hung up the phone. The second brother called my husband, and since the father didn't even wish either guy happy birthday this year, the brothers decided to use the $50 as a gift from their deadbeat father to buy drinks for a shindig that they planned on having for their uncle who came in on Friday from Europe. The party was Friday, and honestly, we had a good time. My husband came home home laughing because apparently his sister really needed that $50 because she hounded and bothered her other brother nonstop. Finally, he relented and told her that she could come by and get the money at about 12 o'clock, which was two hours before the party was to start. He did it to avoid inviting her to the party, but also to avoid hurting her feelings. However, his stupid sister does things on her own time, so she arrived right at the height of the party. People were laughing, they were grilling, and having a merry time without her. And of course, the uncle felt bad for this sister, especially because he didn't know the situation. He asked her to stay and grab a plate, but she just said, oh no, I have other places to be, and then huffed off to her car and sped away in a dramatic fashion, a cloud of dust behind her and all. My husband says for a good hour, everyone talked about what a stink that woman was and how sorry they were that the brothers had to deal with such a sour sister all the time. But better yet, the first brother got a message soon after, and she wanted to know if the the second brother and her mom had invited him and my husband to the party. And when the first brother had said yes, the sister literally sent a voice note ranting about how much she hates her brother while also saying that she hates her mom, crying and screaming about how nobody appreciates her and how everybody treats her like a dog. But in that same breath, she simply doesn't care about any of us and she just hates all of us. But please, pray tell, how could she expect anyone to invite her to anything if she cuts contact with everybody? So overall, 
Karma is really sweet. This entitled sister really had it coming, and this was all because of her own doing. Let's just all take a breath and really take in what just happened. This entitled sister-in-law seriously is entitled. Like, she did everything she could to try and get her way. She would scam people out of money. She would avoid paying for things. She was stingy with her money. She worked every angle to get everything she ever wanted. And it was never enough. From the apartment to the car, literally everything was handed to her. She is so spoiled, it's not even funny. She will always ask for money and take it happily when it's handed out to her, but she will never give it out to anybody else. Like, what is wrong with this lady? This is not how family treats each other. This is not a good family member at all. Like, I understand that there's different cultures and stuff like that, but this behavior is so unacceptable. She should seriously be ashamed of herself. Like, honestly, what is wrong with her? And you can tell that she does this stuff all for attention. She pushes people away because she's like, I'm going to cut off contact with you just so she can try and feel like the victim. Like, really? You're just being an idiot. You're pushing people away who clearly have some kind of connection with you. It's amazing to me that the brothers and the mom all have this, like, sense of obligation to try and help her out. Even though she's being a complete knucklehead, they still say, okay, let's try and bring her back in and try and help her out. Let's try and be reasonable. Let's set up some kind of budget. Let's do something to help her. But she keeps pushing people away and treating people like garbage. Literally, the entirety of her mess is her own fault. Everybody around her has tried so hard to help her, but she just keeps messing it up for herself and everybody else around her. So if I was in the original poster's shoes and I had any kind of say over this situation, I would honestly just say good riddance. She does not care about anyone but herself. She sounds incredibly entitled and these are literally the consequences of her own actions. So I would not feel bad about this in the slightest and honestly, she had what was coming to her. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.